Aloha, mamá. ¿Dónde andas? <ríe> Seguro de compras. Tengo mucho que contarte. Hawái es increíble. He estado de un lado a otro comunidad. Todos son súper talentosos. Ya reparamos otro helicóptero Blackhawk y oficialmente formamos nuestro equipo de fútbol. Para la próxima, te cuento cómo voy con el surf y me cuentas qué te pareció el podcast que te compartí. ¿Ok? Te quiero mucho. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. When something happens to your car, you might say... But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arobay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com. In today's episode, we're going to talk about motherhood and social media. How do we not get carried away by everyone's highlight reel of their lives? We've been there, being a new mom, scrolling through your feed and suddenly feeling like, am I doing something wrong? We'll talk about how our podcast came together and how we came to the conclusion that vulnerability is actually key to establishing authenticity and building a real community online. We read the books, we bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish. Hello, hello. I'm so excited. So welcome to our first episode. I'm Karen. Yeah, I don't know. We're sitting in Pamela's garage. It's happening. But I feel we also, for those of you, you know, you can't see us, but we look super legit. <laughs> <laughs> Today's topic is really important because I think it's actually part of what brought us together. So I'm Pamela. So excited. This is our first official episode. I'm a little nervous, actually. Very Thank excited, you. but nervous, which is kind of funny. You know, yeah. Because... We're, it's funny because we're sitting in a garage. I know. And, but we're so nervous. <laughs> so this is actually something very new to me. I work in Spanish. I'm a journalist. I have a baby boy. He's six months, six and a half now. And this is my first, I guess, real English project. Mm -hmm. um, so that makes it double exciting, I think, to be trying this out. But, you know, like we mentioned, I think motherhood is something that changed us. It's like a new, brand new world that I'm discovering. And I just think it's nice to do it along someone else. Yeah. One of the things that keeps coming to mind to me is that motherhood is the community that I didn't know existed. Right. So like before you're a mom, you kind of like you're just like doing your own thing. I, I was very much into like my career. I'm still into my career, but like that was like so much of what defined me. And now I know this is like super cheesy, but 
when I see a mom like, you know, pushing a stroller or something, I just want to like be like, yeah, girl, <laughs> I see you. Like, I'm one of you. We're in this, you know? Um, yeah. So a little background between about Karen and I. So this is how the podcast was born. And mm -hmm. I guess before we start with that story, we want to go ahead and start every episode with a motherish moment. So yes. kind of like a highlight about or Victoria low or low light <laughs> about Victoria, who is Karen's uh, baby girl or Ford, who's my son. Mm -hmm. And I'll start off this week's motherish moment so my son's actually sitting up by himself almost he's Yay. almost there which makes me so excited but also <laughs> broke my heart because i saw him and it just reminded me how independent he is like he's actually <laughs> that's it. he's ready to get a job that's it. he's Let's going go. to college <laughs> bye I, you know um it was just two milestones i guess or high points uh it's sitting up mm -hmm. and he's had his first little tooth coming out mm. so i think the combination of both of those and just the way he looks at me and how strong and independent he could come across i mean yeah. he's still a baby obviously but um it, i don't know it just hit me how fast he's growing and yeah it got me very very emotional oh I know. yeah it's so funny because like in my in our first meeting to talk about the podcast pamela was like no I, i'm not very emotional <laughs> i've already seen her cry like six times i'm like mm -hmm, i know okay it's, it's like a new me i don't know <laughs> So my motherish moment of the week, it's actually also related to teething. So I think we're finally getting a break. She's got a lot of teeth. He like, does, I don't know how does. many, I mean, I, I think there's more. I look at my mouth and I'm like, there's definitely more. But like, so she's 18 months. I don't know if I'm, or no, no. now she's 19 months, whatever. I'm one of those weird moms that now it's like, I, she's 17 and a half months. Like, no, um, she's 19 months right now, which like translates into like a year and a half and a month. We just went through like, one tooth after the other and like you could see it because like she was cranky she had low-grade fever she was drooling she doesn't drool anymore at this age unless she's teething and i just feel like she's got a mouth full of teeth right now like she opens her mouth and i'm like okay there's a lot <laughs> um little baby jaws in there so i think i'm getting a break i don't know i moms of two-year-olds are like laughing at me right now they're like haha that's cute you think you're getting a break but like this week, there hasn't been any of that, which is a huge win for me right so now. So those are our motherish moments of the week. Let's get back to our main topic. So yes. today we talked about social media and motherhood. Definitely when you become a new parent, a new mom, what you post, you know, you want it all to be wonderful and amazing and magical and just symbolic of what you think motherhood should be like. When in reality, sometimes it's very different from what you're posting about how you're feeling. And that's kind of how Motherish was born because I remember I was had just gotten back to work. This is like mid-pandemic, mid-summer. Before it was about four months. I was just getting used to like my new routine, uh, all these new feelings that I was feeling, you know, with the mom guilt and getting back to work, but also wanted to feel like I have everything under control. And then I came across your post. So Karen and I, before this, we have we have mutual friends. Mm -hmm. We share the same hairstylist. Yes, we do. We have coincided <laughs> professionally a few times, but we weren't really friends, I would say. I would like acquaintances, like acquaintances, someone you know. Right. You know. Yeah. And then I came across her feed, which I had been following her for a while. And before this post, you know, she has an adorable family, gorgeous baby girl. She had the picture perfect little wedding. Then she had the baby shower and then she had Victoria. And I really follow her more than anything now as a mom for just guidance in terms of like how is she feeding her? What is she doing? What's working for her? And I found myself, you know, scrolling through my feed looking for that type of guidance. But then you posted this post that you admitted had taken you a long time to write, number one, and also to share publicly. Mm -hmm. And it was about 
a lot of the dark moments that you face during your postpartum experience. Mm -hmm. And I know we've heard a lot about postpartum depression, but for me, the word darkness and how often you use it on the post really surprised me. And even though I knew you, I feel like that was the first time that I really connected to you because it made you vulnerable. Yeah. And I think I think I reached out to you, you during did. that post. You did. And it also made me feel that it's going to be okay. You share how you got through it. And even though I wasn't maybe feeling that overwhelmed, mm -hmm. I was feeling overwhelmed. I think anyone who's a first-time mom <laughs> who's just got back to work, who's trying to balance everything, does feel that. And it's hypocritical to say you're not. Right. I do want to say, like, there's such a large spectrum of different ways that you can feel. I mean, I've had coworkers that were excited to go back to work. So, you know, there's a range of different ways that you can feel, but I think you expect to feel a certain way. Like, there's a whole other kind of, like, box of feelings that you don't expect that comes along with it. And I, I was still wondering, why did you share that? Why was it the right time? Why yeah. write about it? Because I think people also feel guilty being like, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I don't want to be sharing I felt what that I'm a struggling lot. with. Yeah. Like, let I me just post my child smiling and giggling and yeah. kind of, like, motivate people to feel good about motherhood. You know, I, so... So when I look back, there's a specific moment for me that it never made it to social media. It never made it to any sort of like public facing thing, but it was part of the reality. When I reflect on this moment, I realized that there were two movies happening at the same time. There was the movie that everybody on the outside was seeing, which was, I just came back home from the hospital with Victoria. I remember the first picture I posted to like announce that she was born. She was laying in her little docatot on the couch. The light was hitting her in such a beautiful way. And I remember approaching the couch. Now, here we go. <laughs> I remember approaching the, the sofa and like, just being like, feeling this like beautiful, almost like heavenly energy coming from her. And I was like, this is, this is beautiful. So I posted this photo. I got an overwhelming, beautiful response. But then in the, in the inside movie, so the movie that no one saw, shortly after that, I went to go take my first real shower after the hospital because, you know, showers at the hospital can be traumatic. And I ended up having this like massive breakdown in the shower. I texted Juan, my husband, because I had had a C-section. I couldn't even like dry my legs. Like I was just so frustrated. My boobs were all completely like, it was really bad. And I like, it's almost like I was like falling to the floor at one point, even though I couldn't actually because of the pain, but just a complete breakdown. And my husband came in and he helped me like, and I just kept crying and crying. And I said, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why I feel this way. I was sitting on the edge of the bed. He had, he was like kneeled down on the floor and he looked at me and he said, you're so beautiful. You gave me the most amazing gift but like he and he was extremely supportive and amazing but like it just wasn't cutting through and I'm like I don't know why I feel so sad another thing that surprised me too is that it took you a long time so you could you, you would say oh you know it's the first first days you're in pain you're yeah, physically you have adapting. all these like right. crazy things going but it on went, it went beyond it went way beyond so you know life kind of started going back to normal my husband um you know we both work in in tech companies so we are very lucky to have pretty solid uh paternity leaves i had six months he also had six months but he took i think three to begin with he went back to work and I was like, okay, it's my time to shine. I'm gonna, I have three months to be on my own with Victoria and I got this, like, you know, at that time I still didn't have a, a nanny. 
I was stuck on like I was made for this. I can right. do and this. Especially because you're myself. not working, right? So people tell me, like, "How am I going to justify yeah, not like, what, working?" What, I'm still at home. That I said that verbatim in my head so many times. Like, why do I need a nanny? I'm not even working. I don't have anything. I don't need to do anything else but take care of her. So for three months, I tried to do that, and I tried to also prepare myself to go back to work. Like, this is the right thing. It's going to be fine. And I just continue to find myself feeling like days turned into very long weeks, I guess, or just like one very long day for many days at a time. I wanted to try to be present and enjoy each little thing that she did, you know, when she was sitting up, when she, her first laugh. And it's like, it's like I would laugh and I would be in the moment, but I was also standing beside me, looking down at my life and being like, okay, that, you know, enjoy this while you can. It, it was just like this pessimistic, dark voice in my head right. all the time. By this point, I had started sharing little moments here and there through posts. It was always very light. So I remember one of the first things I shared was around challenges that I was having with breastfeeding and how I decided to do exclusive pumping. And so I got a lot of like responses through DMs mostly because I what I find also is that other moms, when they want to talk about darkness, they don't want to do it publicly that much. So a lot of people said, I feel the is same way. Is it the way. mom shaming? Like, it's just not a... I don't know. It's is just, it the guilt? Like you- I don't know if it... I mean, I think we are kind of born with this chip that's like, your body can do this. You were made to do this. And if you are able to do this, because obviously, you know, it's it's not that simple. If you're able to do this, then you should be able to handle it. And you should know because you're the expert. You're the mom. You have the instincts. And it's like, well, what if I don't? I remember telling my mom, like, I don't feel any motherly instincts. Like, I, I'm asking you because I don't know what to do. And she was like, you will, but it takes time. And I'm like, okay, well, where is it? It's been six months. <laughs> but yeah, so I started sharing little bits and pieces there was another post that I did where I said, a baby is born, you celebrate the baby. You you celebrate the birth of this child, this new life, but you also have to take a moment and celebrate the birth of this new version of you. It's the birth of a mother. Mm-hmm. You are now a different kind of human being. You can check this box and say, I did this, like, and I survived this, and now I have to learn how to do everything I did before, but also not only keep this kid alive, but like try to raise him to be a decent human being and decent adult for the world. Aloha, mamá. ¿Dónde andas? <laughs> Seguro de compras. Tengo mucho que contarte. Hawaii es increíble. He estado de un lado a otro comunidad. Todos son súper talentosos. Ya reparamos otro helicóptero Blackhawk y oficialmente formamos nuestro equipo de fútbol. Para la próxima, te cuento cómo voy con el surf y me cuentas qué te pareció el podcast que te compartí. Okay? Te quiero mucho. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. 
Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arobay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com para detalles. Why did you wait so long to share what you were going through? That part of it. Because yeah. you were sharing everything. A lot yeah. of other stuff. Great, adorable moments. Heartbreaking moments. Like, you know, but I feel like it took you a long time. I didn't um, know how Which surprised say. me. I can tell you, but I had been following yeah. you for a while at that point. And to see that post. And I think at that point, Victoria was over a year old. Mm-hmm. Um, was, I, I just yeah. didn't expect it from yeah, you. Yeah, this was like maybe four months ago. And I think it's because I finally started feeling like when I talked about the darkness and the, let's say, postpartum, I went to a doctor. I was on the borderline of postpartum depression. I had a lot of anxiety. But what I felt was when I wrote it and when I shared it, it was because I could finally look back on it. I didn't feel like I would talk about it and like the darkness was still over me. Okay. So it, it took me a long time. I mean, when I went back to work, The first three months I was floating around. I didn't know what I was doing, you know, and I would compare myself constantly to other people that like, this mom came back and look, she got promoted and she did this and I can't even right. like handle my basic, you know, things I need to do. Or if I had really good moments at work, that day I didn't, you know, I wasn't home on time for Victoria's dinner or damned if you do, damned if you don't, right. you know? Um, I mean, I also think it's a disservice. Now, after I read your post and I, the more I thought about, you know, how you feel versus what you post, I do think it's a disservice to not be honest. Yeah. yeah I also like to see positive things of and course. things, especially in the times we're living, right? You're mid-pandemic, you're stuck at home, you have this newborn, it's, it's a lot. So you do want a, some type of escape from reality mm -hmm, sometimes. Mm -hmm. But when it came to motherhood, I did find myself reaching out or following moms that I thought were honest about the good things, about the bad things. And I think that's what created the connection between you and I, right? Because I finally felt like, okay, she's human. She's fine. <laughs> she doesn't live in this adorable, you know, pink door home, literally. Yeah. But, you know, but you finally open up the door. Like, you open yeah. the door to your home. And, and, yeah. and I, I appreciated that. Just because whatever obstacle I would have faced that week or whatever emotion I was feeling, it just, it made it feel better. Like, okay, it's fine. It's normal. It's, it's validation. Just, it's, yes, it's yeah. okay. It's hard to do. But I think once you cross that line and you open up about it, you realize that like, number one, a lot of people feel this way. And number two, you might be helping someone. Your blog specifically was very elaborate when it came to describing because it wasn't like, oh, I feel down. I, I no, feel depressed. No, yeah. it was very complex. Like it was yeah. very and the word, you know, the darkness and like the duality between what you were feeling, you know, when you were the Victoria, but also what you were uncomfortable feeling. Yep. There's one thing that I, I did mention in that blog post, which was the moment I shared with my husband because we both went through this. So I, you know, I think it's obviously the woman we are, we have all these like hormones. We have all like things are physically right, happening. There's signs to us. behind this. Yeah. Rest. There are physical things that happen to us, but you know, it's life changing for your partner, whoever, you know, for both it's for the family. My husband and I, there's one moment where we were struggling, like making her fall asleep. It took us hours, hours to get her to fall asleep. And we sat in the living room, lights off, staring at each other. I think I just realized that you don't know if you want to have a baby 
until you already have one. It's impossible to know what it's really like until you already do it. And once you already do it, you already did it. You can't take it back. And that's not to say I don't adore my daughter. I love her. She's amazing. It turned our life upside down. We had her, let's say, later in life, like they say, because like it's, I was in my 20s or anything. My husband was in his 40s. Mm-hmm. We both, you know, spend most of our lives living for ourselves. You take a trip on a whim. You're a professional. You, everything is for you or for your couple or for whatever you're doing together. And then suddenly everything you do is for this tiny human being and like you have to take care of them and, and everything my husband did, he has to take care of me. That's his job. That's, I made that really clear. Um, but it's the most... This is this is a, a, a thought that comes from my father-in-law who passed away, but he's had this conversation with Juan before having children because they were talking about, like, do you want to have a kid? And Juan used to say, having a kid is so selfish. Like, people want to, you know, have a baby because they want to see themselves in another person or whatever. Mm-hmm. And his dad would tell him, no, having a child is the most selfless thing you can do because that's it. You, it's about that baby it's about yeah. that child and the things that you do or not do like will cause consequences in that person's life um and i think that's the moment where we understood it and we were like okay yeah i know what you mean another thing that happened through social media between Karen and i was that you reached out to me i don't know maybe a month into i had just given birth to ford and again we weren't as friendly mm-hmm. um but you kind of did like hey is that high five thing I'm yeah like, you're one of us you're one of like, us now welcome whatever to the club need. yes whatever you need i'm here and and i appreciated that and i think i've also been very blessed where i've had you know a lot of close friends who have children the same age as four close to four's age mm-hmm. that i have relied on them heavily like i have no shame ask questions all the time i text them at whatever time and i really did make a conscious effort of and you had a lot of help too and you still have a lot of help in terms of like your mom and yeah family lots of family yeah and i think in my sense like i have my sister and my mother and my girlfriends and i am shamelessly asking for help all the time thank and I god because it has I made yeah it has made smart a huge difference emotionally physically has allowed me to I think enjoyed you know I had also read about how tough the first few months are so mm-hmm. I don't know if I was just so paranoid that yeah. I was gonna fall into I want to be able to enjoy this moment because you know I was looking forward to motherhood for a long time and I think that's what made a difference in my case I also learned that every mother is different every experience is different yep. And you have to figure out along the way, and every day changes, what works for you and your child. Yep. yep. And um, for me, and I, I always like to share the things that have worked, right? And also mm-hmm. the things that haven't worked, so like, I won't do them or someone else maybe learn from them. But mm-hmm. in my case, asking for help, I continue to do it all the time. If you have that luxury, in terms of like having physically someone mm-hmm. there. But if not, social media does have that positive yeah. side of it. Yeah. Like reaching out, asking questions. I get questions all the time. And I love to help. Yeah. I love to be able to, again, we're not experts. No, you know, no, no. it's kind of saying like, this is kind of what worked for me. Yeah. And I hope it works out for you too. In my case, most of my friends have kids like maybe five, six years ahead of me. So much can change. Oh, in, everything changes. Like, in like, that like, amount of time. And of course, they were super helpful and, and available to want to like try and support me. But also, I think 
I had a hard time translating like the things that I needed. So I actually found these Facebook groups. This is not a shameless plug. I work at Facebook, but like this has nothing to do with that. I actually like found a whole new meaning for Facebook in its role as a platform in my life through this. So when I was struggling with breastfeeding, I found all these groups on Facebook that were, you know, groups with like thousands and thousands mm -hmm. of mothers around the world giving their tips on how they breastfed or what worked for them or and then that's how I found out about like exclusive pumping and I was like oh my god there's a group for that like there's literally a group for every possible thing and throughout my journey and different things that I did like figuring out my sleeping uh, <laughs> tactics for Victoria. I found a group for every single one of those things and those strangers became my community. They became the people that I would turn to first to say like, how do I do this? Like, am I became my community. They became the people that I would turn to first to say like, how do I do this? Like, am I cutting this right? Like whatever. That's the kind of help that it was like virtual help right. um, that I found. The type of personality that we have, we're, we prepare, we're... Yeah. Go-getters. Go-getters. Yeah, it's just, I don't want to say ambitious, but I'm saying it, we just, did you ever think that that was not going to translate into motherhood? Okay, so the version of me that I envisioned as a mom is like nothing like the reality. I thought I was going to be like totally cool, on it, super chill, you know, like I got this, potentially looking cute. And I think only now that kind of started to translate a little bit, like after a year and a half of like, looking like a hot mess. But no, I, I'm a lot more scared, nervous, anxious than I envisioned that I would ever be. The difference is that for our profession, you can prepare for it. You can go to school, you can take an internship, you can have years of working experience. And then for your next job, you're like, yes, I got right. this because I can carry over that stuff. But this is like getting promoted to a role that you have zero experience yeah. in. I mean, my, I have a younger brother who is 12 years younger than me. And do I know babies can be crazy? Like, yes. Cause I remember I, my brother was like a week old and I was like, mom, can we, can we take him to the hospital for, <laughs> just for like a weekend? Like to get a break? And she was like, no, Karen, like this is it. Cause before that I was like, babies are the best. And then I was like, oh, I think that's why I didn't have a baby early on. I don't know. I, I, I would have probably been a much younger mom, but that didn't serve me for anything when Victoria was born. I was like, um, how do I do this? And on top of that, you made this person. So you're like, you should know it's right. they're your genes. Like, but, but no, I'm a lot more sensitive. I'm a lot more doubtful. I'm uh, slightly less secure. Um, than the, let's say, professional version of me, which is like, fake it till you make it, but like, I got this, like, you know. <laughs> so it's definitely a learning process, you know, as so you go along the way, like, I'm also- But I see you, I'm sorry, I, I see you as a mom. So I we're starting this journey. It's almost like you are listening in on us establishing like a deeper relationship. We've been meeting and preparing for this podcast and stuff for like a couple months now, I think. Mm -hmm. I've already learned so much from you and it's crazy because you might not realize that you are also inspiring me to like, I think the first time I met with you, I went back and I told my mom, I said, mommy, 
I need to channel more Pamela in my life. <laughs> like you ask for help, but like without no hesitation. Yeah. I mean, again, when I have my hard moments, they're tough. I'm just very proactive about preventing having a breakdown. Mm -hmm. If that makes any sense. I see it down the hallway and I'm like, okay, there's a breakdown coming down. I, I think it's okay though. It's okay. You gotta walk I know, into I those definitely, <laughs> I have my, I've had my share. Definitely. I think that's good. And I think that's the point of this podcast to kind of share that human side you know that yeah. people may see something else on social media or yeah. on you know other other platforms and reality is we struggle um, motherhood is challenging but it's also amazing Rewarding. and we want to celebrate the fact that we're moms mm -hmm. um and also build a community where everyone's also feels comfortable sharing their struggles their victories and that's kind of what it's, and their it's hacks, all of yeah, any tips yes please please <laughs> so we would love for you to check out our instagrams which is at motherish m-o-t-h-e-r-i-s-h -E which actually we didn't talk about motherish and what it means to us um, or at least like what, how I see it, you know, when we were talking about different names for the podcast, a friend of mine was like, what about this name? And I, you know, brought it to one of our coffee date meetings. I'm a mother. Yes. But I'm also other things. So that right. kind of makes me mother-ish. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I also had a different picture of what motherhood would be like. And when I think of like a mom and sometimes I see those memes where like, you know, and it's true. I've I look like that too, like a mess and like overwhelmed and like tired. I relate to that sometimes, mm -hmm. but then other times I'm like, no, I, I don't relate to it. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. that also for me was like motherish. I'm like motherish. I'm like, yeah. I'm, mother. I'm a mother. I'm a mother. But, but you know, so <laughs> yeah. that was that. And then I think we're also going to have some experts, you know, I love yeah. learning new things and we hope you learn with us. So we're going to have experts on different topics, um, some great role models too. I think in mm -hmm. motherland, I always say them like this, <laughs> you know, so we're going to have a lot of people that are going to be joining us along the way. But, but we'd love to hear from what from what you want to hear about. So if you have um, questions or topic suggestions or things that you'd like to learn more about about us or things that you want to talk through as moms or anything that you might be experiencing, please send those to us through our through our Instagram account. We'd love to hear from you um, and and just kind of go on this like motherish journey together. Aloha mamá, ¿dónde andas? <ríe> Seguro de compras. Tengo mucho que contarte. Hawái es increíble. He estado de un lado a otro comunidad. Todos son súper talentosos. Ya reparamos otro helicóptero Blackhawk y oficialmente formamos nuestro equipo de fútbol. Para la próxima te cuento cómo voy con el surf y me cuentas qué te pareció el podcast que te compartí. ¿Ok? Te quiero mucho. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arobay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita Boost Mobile. Si no sabes que el Spicy McCrispy tiene spicy pepper sauce en el pan de arriba y en el pan de abajo, ¿qué sabes tú de la vida? Para pa pa pa.